Hello and welcome to this edition of Words from the Word of God. Thank you for joining me today. As we begin, I would like to first issue an apology and ask for your forgiveness. Uh, as I have already asked forgiveness from the Lord for what I believe was assuming on God. And what, do I, what I mean by that is, you know, in the last broadcast at the end, I said we will join together tomorrow and follow up. Uh, on, on part six is what I was referring to of the cross of Christ and, and examine why it is danger or examine the, the dangers of denying God. But I want to apologize for that because that is something that we should not do. And we're cautioned against doing in the word of God. And I referenced James chapter four, verse 13 and 14. Uh, he says right here in his word, go to now. Ye that say today and tomorrow, or tomorrow we will go into such a city and continue there a year and buy and sell and get gain. And then we're cautioned right here in verse 14. Whereas ye know not what shall be on the morrow, for what is your life? It is even a vapor that appears for a little time and then vanishes away. Folks, we don't need to assume on God. We're not guaranteed another second. That's why it's so important for us to grasp the cross of Christ. That's why it's so important that we must look at every aspect of the cross of Christ because it is only by God's will and by his grace that we move and we are and the, and we and we are who we are and we do what we do for him. It is only by his will and by his grace. So me stating that we will, uh, I was just going on my statement and my will. That wasn't according to the will of God. Anyway, my apology is issued and I, I, I beg for your forgiveness. And I do apologize for the amount of time that has lapsed between broadcast. Uh, but now I, and I also ask you and i covet your prayers because uh i've had some medical complications here lately as the that migraine headache migraine headaches that i deal with day in and day out every second of every day have gotten worse but there's some other complications that we're dealing with so i covet your prayers and as you continue to pray for us as we endeavor to rightly divide the word of god the word of truth and proclaim the gospel of jesus christ our lord and his cross the redemptive finished work there on the cross that he completed there that he finished there for all of mankind and as we move forward i ask for your prayers as we endeavor to continue to share this wonderful message of the gospel the everlasting gospel of jesus christ our lord now as we move forward last time we were together we looked at Genesis, and I encourage now, as always, to pause the broadcast, grab your Bibles, and follow along with us as we read. And there in Genesis chapter 1, verse 1, the Word of God tells us, In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. In the beginning, God. I think it's very important that we understand the first words of the Word of God. In the beginning, God, and He created the heaven and the earth. You know, they are unfortunately those out there uh, who deny that there is a God. I recall a social media post that I put on about God and the Lord Jesus Christ through the Word of God. 
uh, about six months ago on a social media outlet and under the comment section a man wrote back and i'm not going to mention his name but he's from florida and he said and i quote you can take your invisible wizard speaking of god and the fairy and his fairy tale speaking of his word and wad them up and throw them away in the trash can where they belong folks that is a dangerous dangerous statement to make you know uh, the word of god has a, a, a an address to such a statement and if you consider now if you consider man's wisdom you know, the, and I don't claim to know everything about these theories that I, because I don't read them, I don't study them, but I know, and you're familiar with uh, Darwin's uh, theory of evolution, how he evoluted uh, from, I can't even explain it. I'm not going to try to because it's hogwash. But not only that, the Big Bang Theory, that there was a great explosion sometime millions, billions of years ago, and everything just came into existence from that explosion. <laughs> that is denying God. There is a danger of denying the God of creation, the one true God. If you remember, as we began this whole series, we read from John, John chapter 17. And I want to turn and ask you to turn there with me. John chapter 17. And this is, and we spoke on this uh, a while back. I believe it was in part four. But Jesus said right here, uh let me find it here and he said right here in verse 3 of john chapter 17 the gospel of john chapter 17 he said and this is life eternal that they might know thee the only true god and jesus christ whom thou hast sent that they may know you this is life eternal that they may know thee the only true god and jesus christ whom thou hast sent folks the word of God tells us in Psalm chapter 14, verse 1, to all those who reject God and, and deny his very existence. Uh, and it's so sad to hear this because those souls are damned. Jesus said anyone who rejects him is condemned already. And as we know and we will see as we go through creation because we can't journey to the cross and get there without first going through creation as we see god speaking everything into existence uh you know uh but uh, let's look at this right quick a denial for those that deny that god is okay the fool in psalm chapter 14 verse 1 if you want to turn there the fool has said in his heart there is no god there is a a sequence of events that happens we see the degeneration of society from that kind of statement from that kind of belief when man ignores god's revelation of himself to mankind and this is exactly what we're looking at as we go into creation god has revealed himself in his word he has revealed himself as Hebrews chapter 1 verse 3 and these last days by his son, Jesus Christ, and through his son, Jesus Christ. But God first revealed himself to mankind in creation. And if we 
deny the very God of creation. We're denying God himself. And the word of God tells us the fool has said in his heart, there is no God. And then it shows the degradation and the decrease of society from that kind of belief. It goes on in the latter part of verse 1 of Psalm 14. says, they are corrupt. They have done abominable work. There is none that doeth good. The Lord looked down from heaven upon the children of men to see if there were any that did understand and seek God. Listen closely to what the Word of God tells us here. Now, this is stemming from the statement and the belief that there is no God. Verse 3, they are all gone aside. They are all together become filthy. There is none that doeth good, no, not one. Have all the workers of iniquity no knowledge. Did you hear that question from God? Have all the workers of iniquity no knowledge? As we see this given to David, as David writes uh by his pen through the moving of the Holy Spirit as God is giving him the words to write and letting us know the dangers of rejecting and denying the God of creation as we see the degradation of society today. You know, Jesus said where iniquity abounds, the love of many will grow cold. And that is what we're seeing around us today with all the evil that has become good and good has become evil. Our society, the love for each other and other men and women and all of mankind has grown and waxed greatly cold because of iniquity. And that iniquity starts when man says there is no God. He is a fool. The fool is defined in the word of God as uh, it refers to a wicked or depraved person, one who acts contrary to sound wisdom in his or her moral conduct, one who follows his or her own inclinations, who prefer the trifling and temporary pleasures of this world rather than salvation that comes and having God to rule over their lives and accepting him as the God of creation, who he says he is, who he has revealed himself to be, and they are denying him, and they would rather enjoy the pleasures of this world than to accept that God can, should and have to rule, complete rule over their lives, and that, that they need to humble themselves before him as helpless and hopeless sinners spiritually destitute on their way to hell and realize that God, through his mercy and his love and his grace, has sent his son in these last days. Let's look at this right quick. And this is, Lord, just lead me here. Hebrews chapter 1. Hebrews chapter 1. I want to turn over there and read the first three verses of chapter 1. You know, now, you know, we see God has revealed himself in creation because there in Genesis chapter 1, it says, and God said, it says that 10 times. He spoke and it was. And he said, he said, and it was so. And he saw that everything he created was good. And it says there, I believe in verse 31, and he saw that everything that he had created, behold, it was very good. So to deny God is to deny his power. 
to deny God is to deny his sovereignty and his rule over your life. And might I say, and we'll get to this in just a few minutes, but you are without excuse. If you're saying that today, I want you to understand something. You're without excuse. You are denying and you will never make it to the cross if you cannot accept God as the one true God. Jesus said, this is life eternal, that they might know thee, the only true God in Jesus Christ whom thou hast sent. Jesus said, if you deny him, you deny the Father. So if you deny one, you deny the other. So if you're denying God, the God of creation, the one true God, and we have already talked about in great detail the triune Godhead, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. If you're denying God, you're denying all three because there are three persons in one spirit. Not three separate persons, but three in one, dwelling in one spirit. But the word of God tells us here that G that God not only has revealed himself in his word, we have his word in front of us right here in this precious book that we call the Bible, the Holy Bible, the word of God. God has revealed himself in Genesis chapter one. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. He has revealed himself through creation. But now in the last days, he has revealed himself through his son, Jesus Christ. Listen to me, Hebrews chapter one, verse chapter one, verse one through three. God, who in sundry times and diverse manner spake in times past unto the fathers by the prophets, hath in these last days spoken unto us by his son. Whom hath he whom he hath appointed heir of all things, by whom also he made the world, who being listen closely, who being the brightness of his glory, and the express image of his person, and upholding all things with the word of his power, when he had by himself purged our sins, sat down on the right hand of mo of majesty on high sat down at the right hand of majesty on high. Folks, God has not, he has not, he has revealed himself so clearly to mankind. And for man to deny God and say, uh, you can take your invisible wizard and his fairy tales and throw them in the trash. Or we can say, oh, we evoluted from an animal or a monkey, however that theory goes, or we can say in our heart that something, a big explosion happened billions of years ago and everything just came into existence in, of its own. That is heresy. That is falsehood. That is completely false and it goes, flies in the face of the truth of God's word. And it flies in the face of God, the creator, the eternal Godhead. Now, you are without excuse, according to Romans, Romans chapter 1. Let's look at this, verse 16. We'll start there. Paul writing says, for I am not ashamed of the gospel, the good news of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth. Did you hear that? 
that everyone that believeth to the Jew first and also to the Greek, no one is left out. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. As it is written, listen closely, the just shall live by faith. Verse 18, for the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth and unrighteousness. Because that which, listen now, I want you to listen closely to this if that's your statement today. If it's your statement, there's no God. Listen, because that which may be known of God is manifest in them, for God has showed it unto them. For the invisible things of, of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. Read verse 21. Because that when they knew God, they glorified him not as God. Neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations, and their foolish heart was darkened. Therefore, and this speaks of that degradation that we read there in Psalm chapter 14, because they deny there's a God. They profess themselves to be wise, they became fools. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools. Does that sound familiar when you consider the theory of evolution and the Big Bang Theory, man's doubting and denying the God of creation, the God who in all wisdom and power and majesty and glory spoke everything into existence that it might glorify him. That is why he created his creation, that he through his creation might be glorified. And might I say he created you and me in his image. Adam and Eve were created in the image and likeness of God, the eternal Godhead. He said, let us make man in our image and like into our likeness. That's what he said, and he created them. They were created in a perfect communion and a perfect peace and a perfect relationship with God. They had personal communion and a personal relationship with him until they disobeyed. They disobeyed, they doubted God, they denied God and rebelled against him. And that's how sin entered in. And we'll get to that as we go along and continue this journey to the cross. But I want you to see something here. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools and changed the glory of the uncorruptible God into an image made like to corruptible man, into birds and four-footed beasts and creeping things. Wherefore, God also gave them up to uncleanness through the lust of their own hearts to dishonor their bodies between themselves. Did you hear that? All the denying in the world. The fool has said in his heart, there is no God. But I want you to understand something today, my friend. If you're out there and you're denying that God exists, that God created everything, that he spoke everything into existence, that he exists, exists coexists with three persons in one spirit, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Because let me tell you something. You're not only denying God, but you're denying Christ because he was there coexisting and co-eternal with the Father in eternity past before the, from the foundation of the world, before the foundation of the world. So you're denying him, and in denying him, God is telling you because just you don't have to understand it. You don't have to 
try to figure it out. It's not for us to figure out. It's just for us to believe. It's just for us to believe. But if you deny him, you can deny it all you want to. But you must understand you are without excuse and you're bringing yourself unto the condemnation that's already on you by rejecting the God of creation. You're rejecting Christ. And if you deny God, you there is no way that you will ever go and make your way to the cross of Christ until the Holy Spirit brings conviction upon your heart. And that is the only way you can be drawn to God. But you must first humble yourself to the God of creation and say, I'm a sinner. I'm hopeless. I'm helpless. I'm spiritually destitute. And I need you. I need you, and I need your son, and I need to place my faith in your son. I want to read one more verse in closing, and I'll turn over there, and I'll ask you to turn over there with me. I'll try to do it quickly. Hebrews chapter 11. Hebrews chapter 11. We touched on this the other day. We touched on this the other day. We talked about faith. Jesus said, this is life eternal, that you know the one true God and Jesus Christ, whom they have sent. The Word of God tells us here in chapter 1, verse 11 of Hebrews. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen, for by it the elders, speaking of the, the forefathers, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Moses, jo uh, Jonah, uh, not, not Jonah, but Noah, and so on and so forth, Abraham and Sarah, uh, going on forward, it speaks of Enoch, and it speaks of uh, all the others of the Old Testament that believed God in his word. Remember what Paul said, the just shall live by faith. That is how we live. Faith is the key. And it says right here in verse 3 of Hebrews chapter 11, through faith we understand, listen, but the worlds were framed by the word of God so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. Faith is having hope, not a blind hope. You have an assurance that what God says in his word and how he has revealed himself to us is the truth and having faith in him and him alone. Those temporal things of this world that you're holding on to will one day be burned up. It'll all be ash. Everything you hold so dear to in this life will be gone. What will you have in eternity if you deny God? You will have nothing but damnation and eternal separation from the Holy God. All because you did not place your faith in him and in his son and in the finished redemptive work of Jesus Christ on the cross. My friends, if you're denying God today, I invite you, I, I pray for you right now in my heart, but I pray that the Holy Spirit would bring conviction to you today. I pray that the Holy Spirit would convict your heart and bring you to your knees. You say, well, that can't happen. Well, I beg the difference because Jesus said in John chapter 16, and I want to turn over there and I'll close with this. John chapter 16, we're turning there. He says, verse 7, Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is expedient for you that I go away. For if I go not away, the Comforter will not come unto you. But if I depart, I will send him unto you. And when he has come, he will reprove. That means convict the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. And he explains what this means of sin, 
because they believe not on me of righteousness because I go to my Father and ye see me no more. That speaks of faith. Remember what I said, the just shall live by faith. We just heard that the faith is the substance of things hoped for, not the things seen, not the the the, the evidence of things seen. It's, it's faith in the unseen, in the God of creation and his son, Jesus Christ, for your salvation in his cross. Faith, belief. And then it says right here of righteous because I go to my father and you see me no more of judgment. Now, this is the spirit convicting of judgment because the prince of this world, speaking of Satan, who might I say has blinded you to the truth of God's revelation of himself through his creation, through his word and through his son, Jesus Christ. He has already been judged. And you, my friend, I pray for you today that you would fall under that conviction, that you would hear the call of Jesus as he stands on the portal of heaven today and calls your name. God of creation wants to have a personal relationship with you. That is why he sent his son to set everything that went wrong in Garden of Eden and brought in eternal death and, and death, physical death and spiritual death into the human race. He sent his son, and we will learn this as we continue to journey to the cross. He sent his son to set all that right and to bring mankind back into a right relationship with him. And that comes only through faith in God and Jesus Christ the Lord and his finished redemptive work on the cross and his blood. All you have to do, my friend, today is repent. Repent. That means that you turn from your sins. You give up all these temporal and trifling things in the world. And you say, Lord, I'm hopeless. I'm helpless. I'm spiritually destitute. And I find myself in need of you, the God of creation, who sent his son to die for me on the cross and shed his blood that I might be redeemed. And I, I confess my sins to you today. And I ask that you would come into my heart and my life, Lord Jesus. I believe that you are the resurrected son of God. And I ask that you would come into my heart and life and save my soul today from the pits of hell and eternal separation from God the Father. I ask forgiveness for my denial of you, God. That's all it takes is repentance and turning in faith to Jesus Christ and accepting him today and his finished work on the cross. I know I went a little long today and I apologize for that. I don't apologize for the message because that's the word of God. It's the truth of God's word. And I pray that some lost sinner today would be reached with this message that you might be saved before it's eternally too late. Thank you for joining me today and I look forward to the next time that we can share in a word from the word of God. God bless.